When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey, what is up? What's going on, everybody? Joe here, Radio 690 ADV, 690ADV.com. Happy Thursday. Yep, podcasts come a little bit later now because of uh, football season and everything else that's going on in the world of uh, the 690 ADV. I just got way too much stuff going on, but I still got to bring it. So anyway, hopefully everybody had a pretty good day today and pretty much a good week. Mine was a pretty interesting week. Um, yeah, I was on a job site and a Rottweiler decided to uh, sample my calf muscle. So <laughs> yeah, very, very interesting. So um, yeah, I'm not going to get into it. I'm not going to bore you with the details. But uh, yeah, it was very, very interesting. It was I almost couldn't believe it that, that, that it actually happened. So but anyway, um, don't forget, um, if you're not part of our, uh, 690 ADV, you need to be part of it. Make sure you hit subscribe, make sure you give us a thumbs up. Uh, if you're watching on YouTube or syndicating off onto, uh, Apple iTunes or Apple music now, whatever they want to call it. I mean, they change their stuff all the time. Google, uh, podcast, any of the podcast platforms, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, uh, Spotify, any of those, you can find us. Uh, remember, every Sunday, every Thursday, we have our podcast, and we just kind of dabble into the little things that are out there, uh, mainly for new writers and intermediate writers, uh, but also we bring some information that hopefully helps even seasoned writers. So uh, we've got some segments coming up here before too much longer that we're going to get into the uh, the adventure side of it. It's starting to cool down, so um, I'm going to be able to get out, do some trips, uh, some camping, some adventure riding and stuff like that. Uh, and then we'll be bringing a lot of that stuff to you, which is really going to be uh, nice. And it's also getting really good for riding season. It's cooling down. We can start uh, you know, wearing our jackets and our pants and things like that. I know I get I get harassed all the time because I don't wear all the gear all the time. I don't believe into the at-gat. Everybody's responsible for themselves. I take enough precautions for what I am and for what I'm doing and where I'm writing. I, yeah, I think I've, I think I've got it pretty much covered up. So at Gat can uh, go away the dodo in my world. So anyway, your dual sport bike and you're maybe new or you just picked one up or you're thinking about getting one and things like that, you know, what are really the things you need to do to that bike to really get it to where, cause you probably, the reason you want one is because you 
have been researching and you've been on YouTube and maybe you found my channel. Woohoo. Thank you very much. And uh, hopefully you subscribe to us, but um, you know, and there's so many channels out there, so many motorcycles. There's really a bunch of really cool motorcycle channels that are out there and you can get a lot of really good information, but believe it or not, you can get a lot of bad information too. So uh, the thing is, is, and there's so many different motorcycles that are out there and the, the year ranges, man, I mean, they, they, teeter and totter and and everything's not compatible for every bike so basically what this podcast is about is to to bring into the world of of what are the the necessities and the things that you truly need for that motorcycle before you get going and there are certain things in my personal opinion of doing it for many many years that i think that you just have to have it's really a must it's a must that you need to have on that motorcycle if you want to get out and you want to kind of do it you want to do the stuff like you see on some of the youtube channels you know i mean actually travel on a motorcycle so plus be able to do the off-road stuff so you know if you're getting if you're getting a honda shadow or something like that man you can still do a lot of this stuff i would advise taking it off-road uh, but i've seen guys take street bikes off-road and i've seen them actually do very well so i i'm very careful in how i uh, uh speak my my uh, information uh, until I see people ride because uh, I've seen some guys that don't look like they can ride and man I'll tell you what they can freaking flat out do it they can get it they can they can handle their business so be real careful on who you're talking to because you may not know how good that guy can really ride it may make you look really really dumb but some of the things that I feel that I just you got to have on your your dual sport bike or um, the Enduros. I mean, honestly, truly, um, if it was built from the manufacturer and it has blinkers, I don't care if people want to call it. They're, they're still dual sport bikes. The reason being dual purpose, road, dirt. <laughs> That's it. That's why they're called dual sports. You know, the 500 EXEs and the 300s and the 250s and all this stuff. Like, oh, those are all Enduros. Yeah, they're dual sports. I don't care what you say. They're, they're, they're freaking dual sports. But the things that are needed on even those bikes and not just that. You know, you may be looking at a KLR 650, a uh, used DR650, a used DR400. You may be looking at a CRF250, a Yamaha uh, WR250R, you may be looking at a KLX 250S, you could be looking at a Suzuki DR200, god man there's so many different bikes that are out there, not only that, just the older bikes that they don't even really make anymore are still great, fantastic bikes, and they do a great job, so what do you need for those? Well if you get the bike and it's used, look it over. And keep a checklist of some of these things that you probably want on that bike. I personally think you need these are absolute musts of what you need to adventure travel, to actually get out and adventure travel. Number one, the very first thing that I get for every bike when I get it, because they always come with one and they always suck. They're horrible. The skid plate or the bash plate. That's honestly, that's number one in my book. That's the first thing I get because they always give you this chintzy plastic piece of garbage. They don't work very well or they don't even give you one at all. And that's the most crucial part of your bike. <laughs> the engine's exposed from underneath around the casings and where the, the oil reservoir is and all that stuff. Why would you not want to protect that? Number one, that's really it. The skid plate or the bash plate, I think that's really the first thing you get. They don't cost a whole lot of money. Really, really nice ones will probably run you around $150 to $200 plus, depending on who you're buying from. 
can you really put a price on it? You hit a rock, it goes through your engine case. Well, guess what? Game over. Have a great day. Would you have paid one hundred fifty dollars then? You bet you, you you bet you you bet you woulda. So, skid plate definitely number one. I think it's definitely a must. Everybody should have one on their bikes. Um, if you can go with the anodized aluminum or the aircraft aluminum, those are awesome because they're super 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 light. But the metal ones are not bad. They're a little heavy. Everybody gets all freaked out about weight. Weight. It doesn't matter what you do. It's it's it's. There's gonna be weight to everything. You know, shave as much as you can. But at the end of the day, if you want something light, that's gonna come in the form of the motorcycle, not the few add-ons that you're gonna put on it. The motorcycle itself is gonna dictate what's heavy or not heavy. Number two, handguards. <laughs> handguards, man. Handguards. There are so many of them out there. You can go Cycle Gear, eBay, Amazon. All those different places that are out there. Those are the guards that go around the handlebars and over the throttle and over the clutch. And not only that, they do multi-multi things. And a lot of people think, oh, yeah, all they do is protect your, your levers. Mm, not really. That's not exactly what they're made for. They're actually made to keep you from breaking your wrist. Because uh, when you hit, a lot of people have a hard time letting go of the bike. A lot of people ride the bike down, which is always a bad idea. That always it usually ends up badly. It's it's not a good thing. But it also they're bark busters, so they're made to hit brush and things like that. Keeps your hands from getting smacked by brush and things like that. You know, so you don't have to remove that hand. You're like, oh my god, that hurt. You know, things like that. If you're going through a single track or something like that, I'm telling you, brush guards are fantastic. Get the plastic covers that go over them. They'll protect your digits. They'll help you. They'll save your levers too. They really are to protect your levers as well, but that's not the main reason that you put them on there, but they do a fantastic job. Plus you can attach things to them too. Get creative, man. You can make some really, really cool stuff by doing that. Number three, (laughs) windscreen. If it doesn't come with a windscreen that's very good, a lot of bikes don't even come with a windscreen. KTM 690, eh. KLX, eh. CRF 250, eh. I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on and on. And if they do come with a windscreen, they're usually garbage. Beauty part is aftermarket windscreens. And if you shop around and look really, really hard, you can find really, really good after screens that, you know, windscreens that'll get that air, take a lot of the buffeting. If you don't know what buffeting is, buffeting is the air that circulates and comes over the windscreen and hits the beak of your helmet and pushes your head back. Do that for about four or five hours during the day. And guess what? You're going to have a pretty sore neck. So the best and best, you know, to get that air up over does a fantastic job. I'm telling you, it's worth every penny or every penny I'm telling you right now. So windscreens are fantastic. It's definitely a must and they don't cost a whole lot of money. Just shop around. You can find great deals on them. Number four, (laughs) this one is definitely a 100 must seat. (laughs) I've had them all, man. I've ridden without them and I've ridden with them. People are like, I'm not spending money on an aftermarket seat. All right, well, here's the deal. Take your factory seat ride it and then go hop on a custom seat and 50 bucks you'll change your mind in no time flat go punch 100 miles 200 miles whatever i don't care what seat it is very few bikes come with fantastic seats that don't need to be swapped out i only know of a few bikes that actually have seats that are real and actually fantastic and good and those are 15 
to $18,000 motorcycles. And the reason that they cost so much is because they spare no expense because if you can afford that, they're going to put a good seat on it. My BMW is one of them. It had a basically a memory foam seat and it was just marvelous. <laughs> it was awesome. Like, that's the only bike I ever bought that I didn't have to put a seat on. And it, it just was fantastic. You could do as many miles as you wanted to do in a day. No big deal. But seats are definitely something that you're going to want to look into. You're going to want to get a seat because seats will save you, man. When you start getting basically the chapped butt and things like I'm telling you, man, you get the monkey butt, it doesn't go away. The only thing you've got two options, deal with it, shift cheeks, <laughs> or get off the bike. Those are your options. So once it's in, it's in. There's not much you can do. But those are really probably the most crucial upgrades that need to happen immediately. If you have some upgrades that you think I missed, throw them out there. Put them in the comment section and let other riders know what you think is the best thing that you need to have on that bike. Those are the things that I think, maybe one more that I would say, would upgrade your headlamp so you get better visibility on the road at night and things like that. I did it to my KTM. I did it to my KLR. Well, I did it to all my likes, but <laughs> you know, I don't think it's a total must. Most of them are not all 100% horrible. Most of them are pretty decent. Uh, but I say, if you're going to do it, then definitely go with the LEDs and it's going to be fantastic. And it's going to be great on your bike because visibility really is king. So, but those are really a bunch of crucial things that I think that you should do to your bike. As soon as you get them, if you bought a used bike and it's already on there, man, kudos to you. you um, I just think that, uh, you just, you know, just go get them. It, it, it's worth every penny. Anyway, I'm Joe. Happy Thursday. And if I can help you out in any way, don't forget 690 at Gmail, 690 at gmail.com. Um, and, uh, don't forget, give us a thumbs up, hit that subscribe button, be part of it. And, uh, we'll see you tomorrow night. Rant and ride. We appreciate you. 690 out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.